What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, fellow zoners. You are in the Paranomaly Zone, your weekly dose of all things, you guessed it, paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the extremely vulgar Mike (laughs) Carbno. extremely yeah we don't vulgar that was just for a moment and it was some (laughs) it was a funny that i pulled out of my head he pulled it out somewhere that's for sure Uh, the gutter probably is where you pull it out yeah he even said that he couldn't even get mary to giggle on that one so that was she shook her head (laughs) yeah in shame and yeah disgust (laughs) and perhaps embarrassment but uh yeah I don't know. Mike, Mike got it out of his system, so he, he'll be a good yeah. boy for the rest of this episode, we promise. So. Well, you promise. Okay, I'll promise. And <laughs> I, no, I, I'll be good. I might end up breaking that promise because no one can control the mouth of Mr. Potty Mouth Mike Carbon. <laughs> so. Potty Mouth Patrick, you mean? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hey, buddy, no. It's, uh, it's good to see you, Mike. Thanks for making this work. It is Tuesday, November 22nd. Uh, happy early Thanksgiving to everyone listening. We hope you all have a great time with family and friends. Uh, stay safe, stay warm, and uh, all that good stuff. And, you know, yeah. I, I say stay warm because we're yeah. we're up north in the cold up here. So uh, there are people that are listening to this that might be thinking, uh, "Well, yeah. I, could, I could use a little cooler." I know <laughs> exactly. Well, my AC isn't working right now. You dip like shit. our good friends in like Bali and things like right, that. Right, right. <laughs> very, very true. Very, very, very true. So, <laughs> uh, just you know, I'm sure we're both going to have pretty busy holiday week coming up and uh, weekend, perhaps. So uh, we needed to get this episode out, and uh, and quite frankly, we needed to get a new one out because our last episode just sucked balls. Right, Mike. <laughs> well, I I enjoyed it, but you know, I don't know. Are we were we just treading too close to the never talk religion and politics? Um, I mean, we didn't mention any politics, but no, absolutely not. We never will do that. Um, yeah, I don't think we really did. I, I, I we in gen- I mean, it was a very large topic. We encu- it was very large, <laughs> literally very large, um, omniscient, uh, omnipotent, whatever the hell you want. What term ever you want? I can't speak. What term you ever you want to use? Um, yeah, it. We generalized. We didn't necessarily uh, point out any particular things. Why is your microphone shaking like that? That's making me uh, nervous. I, 
I think I just got done unmuting it after I was coughing. It's literally just shaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bouncing back and forth. Okay. <laughs> there is it stabilized? Are you good now? Okay. I think so. Okay. It's still coughing, still sniffing a bit, but I am much better. You do sound better. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. You do sound a lot better. And then he mutes his mic and he's just gagging right now. <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh man, alive. <sighs> Too much uh, beef tallow or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I you no eat, eat red meat and you get that fatty oh, in the back sure. of your throat. You just hack it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And he he's saying yeah. he has too much beef tallow and then he's going to have yeah. a ribeye the moment we're done with this podcast. What'd you say? A T bone yeah. and a what? Yeah, a T bone and a ribeye. And then Mary and I will cut them up and share it so we have, each have some of both. Do you feed one another? I'm I'm just I'm envisioning you guys sitting so no. cuz you're such you're it's it's still no. it's still in this young love stage for you guys and you know the public display of affection stuff is going out these guys constantly they can't keep their paws off one another so I'm just picturing you just like gently feeding Mary a, a moist chunk of meat <laughs> <laughs> Okay I did not say that um the only way that I you know enjoy being fed my my uh my meat is if mary holds a fork between her toes and I feeds see. me that way because that is you know it's not an easy chore that takes talent Especially she has a bad hip yeah, i know exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> you actually have to lay down on the ground for her to do yeah, that so i lay on the floor the hardwood floor and she just kind of hovers her foot and fork over my face and kind of just tilts a little bit, yep. and it plops into my mouth. Yep, I can just picture Mike. He's just laying with his mouth agape, and he's like, "Steak, Mary, steak, steak." Covers anyway. I'm done with that. Covers them with a big giant bib, you know. And you're just, <laughs> yeah. I can picture that. Well, yeah, yeah. Got a, like a plastic tarp over the rest of me. <laughs> Too much steak sauce, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, whatever works for you guys is good. Yeah. So I, I think I got laughs out of Mary on that one. It did. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I think this uh, this will be a fun episode. We uh, it will. It popped in this idea popped into my brain. Um, was it yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it's more than a more than yesterday. More I than yesterday. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, because over the weekend, I had a very very vivid paranormal dream. I mean, one that was just it struck me. It. It hit all the feels. I was creeped out. I was excited and involved. Mike and I were doing an investigation in this dream. And I wanted to speak about that. And, you know, maybe let's take a deep look at this dream, you know, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And that kind of sparked the idea. And I was, it was, it, it popped in my mind as a humorous idea. But then when we thought about it, I was like, you know, that might, that might be pretty cool. Tonight, Mike's going to play the role of my paranormal therapist. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm I'm going to kind of pretend to lay back on the uh, like the Davenport of, of uh, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> Davenport. Yeah, I haven't heard that since uh, uh, hearing it from some of my Canadian relatives. Yeah, it's it's quite the term. Or, right? or like. Or, or like my English grandmother, she would say settee. There you go. See, hey, well, Davenport, yeah. settee, whatever you want to say. Couch. I, I just mean, like couch. <laughs> yeah, that works. That works. So I'm going to lie back and I'm going to, I'm going to just let it all out. And Mike's going to help guide me through my my paranormal. Uh, what do you want to call it? Um, dream journey. Well, dream journey, but also like the blockage. I think that Mike. Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It as. 
Um, even though I'm very open-minded and I definitely am a believer, but Mike still thinks that I'm like, I'm not allowing myself to truly yeah. experience what is out there. Uh, yeah, we're kind of go, we're just going to kind of wing it. That Mike said just today that he yes himself the the episode is, has been amped up a bit. Yeah, because he has experienced a very vivid paranormal dream that involved us at an what well, was I in or just you? Just no, we you were there, there, and it was a uh, it was a Sally esque type thing like right. like yours, and uh, um, it was very short but just very strange. And by Sally Ask, in case uh, any new listeners are checking us out, uh, of course, Mike is referring to our evening that one of America's most allegedly haunted houses, the Sally House. And so that's what Mike was referring to there. Very Sally-esque yeah. as far as it, uh, it, the it story was, of the haunting goes. Yeah. Yeah. It was mildly haunted when we were there, but, yeah. but we, it was fun. Yeah. And again, I just the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm like, God dang it, we should have done this. We should have done that. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But uh no yeah. need and beat myself up over that one. So it was a great experience. So loved it. And let's get this. Uh, let's. Well, I was going to say get this out of the way, but that was sounds very very rude because this is pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, we reached out, or the Travel Channel rep reached out to uh, the podcast. And I'm sure several other podcasts as well, but we we're very appreciative that we were included in this because they wanted us to. Uh, well, they requested us to kind of read a little a promo that they uh, they are involved in right now. And I thought it was kind of neat. I forwarded it to Mike, see what he thought. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I liked it. I liked it. It was a neat idea. So Kind big, of tis the season. It is. Kind of thing. Um, so big, big thanks to Ellie Kellner, Travel Channel rep, who, by the way, also set up the Destination Fear chat. Um, again, if you guys haven't listened to that one, we highly encourage you to go check out our chat with the cast of Destination Fear. Their new season premieres in three days. Do yes, and we, we are we are enjoying our progressing relationship with the wonderful Travel Channel. Yeah. I There are days when I'm sitting at home, because I'm not working, everybody still must know that, that I sit at home and do nothing. <laughs> Except watch the Travel Channel most of the day, and you do you do thorough podcast rep or not rep a prep, right, Mike? That's what you do. You spend yes, all your days yes. just sitting on my couch, yep. watching the Travel Channel, and just yeah. thinking. <laughs> That's Mike. That's Mike. He's sitting yeah. there with his big giant thinking hat on, and uh, well, we all know the results of that. <laughs> so anyway, this uh, promo it's yeah, a marvel. I'm, just, I'm going to read this uh, essentially verbatim here. Yes. So, uh, this is this is all about MCU, as in the Marvel Universe, holiday greeting cards. Marvel fans awaiting the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, November 25th, can now pair the holiday special with free matching and personalized holiday cards to share season's greetings with, fam- with friends and family. I love that. I know. Uh, <laughs> I love Groot. Shutterstock and Marvel Studios are teaming up to put a cosmic twist on traditional holiday cards this season with Guardians of the Cards. Now, while classic holiday cards often look best on a mantle, it's the personalized ones that people tend to remember. What better way to spread joy through the galaxy this holiday season than with a themed card? With the Shutterstock Creative Flow platform, fans can create their own personalized and free Holiday cards using one of the 40-plus Guardians of the Cards templates. 
have a Marvel fan in your life that you're trying to impress? Well, then just <laughs> head on over to www.shutterstock.com slash templates slash G-O-T-G holiday and follow the prompts to get started. So there you go. That's pretty pretty cool. Uh, that sounds like a, kind of a neat Lacey. idea. I definitely have a bunch of Marvel fans in my household for sure. Uh, Bridget is a huge fan. The kiddos are huge fans. This might be something that uh, I may have to look into here. Pretty interesting. I I love the Marvel movies. Uh, you know, some better than the others. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Love that. Sure, um, absolutely. And uh, uh, thank you to the Travel Channel for having us participate in that promo. I'm sure we can uh, do that a few times between now and the christmas season yeah that's a great idea or whatever great idea so yeah yeah we do appreciate the travel channel they have been fabulous about uh contacting us about uh guests um uh, very big names wonderful guests so uh yeah yeah we're honored to be be uh, participating in this again go to www.shutterstock.com slash templates slash g-o-t-g g-o-t-g r is capitalized holiday and uh follow the prompts so there you go if you guys do that you know if you guys do that and you get your own personalized cards take some pictures of them and send us our way. yes that'd absolutely cool. that'd be pretty cool uh, we'd love to share those and help spread the word well where the hell should we start mike um <clears throat> well uh, i suppose should i should i start off with my dream and then go from there I have a dream. I have a dream. Does that sound like an idea, or um, or are we done? Are we done? N- no, you sounded like what's your name? That uh, I have a dream. That what was that on that? What's her name? Who? She was on that uh, America's Got Talent, and she came out all frumpy looking, and she sang that song, became famous, and a multimillionaire. I have no clue who the yeah, hell some, you're talking. Some, about. Uh, some. I think it is a, a lovely Scottish lady. Really. Yeah, but anyway, the only thing that, that popped nor, in the, neither here nor there. The only thing that popped in my brain, I believe that's the opening lyric to uh, an ABBA song. <laughs> really, I, I, I'm not, that's no joke. It's like, uh, forgive me for butchering this, but it's like, I have a dream. Yes. A song to sing. That one. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you should you should see Patrick gesticulating <laughs> through that. Boy, his fingers uh, and hands and arms are going all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I tell you, he put on some <laughs> ABBA, and I just turned into a different person, man. Uh, I I, uh, I kind of tend to gravitate towards Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, I get you, man, and you're not alone in that one. You're not alone in that department. So, uh. Anyways, anyway, enough ABBA talk. Um, yes, your dream. Um, this your dream was very fascinating, and I, you know, when you were explaining it to me. In the text, it was a. It had me. You you had me hooked in. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, and I'll try and go through this as fast as I can, so we can get to the therapeutic part of the session here of the episode. I mean, and I wanted to talk about this as soon as we could before you know. Hi, hey, before I forget it, because people tend, yeah. myself included, tend to forget your, dreams. Right, and you're you're lucky if uh, on a daily basis you remember what your middle name is. That's very true. Yeah, Mike's yeah. pointing his finger right at me on that one. Um. Well, let's see how to start and keep it brief. Long story short, too late. We were at an investigation. Mike and I were doing another investigation. 
it was implied strongly in the dream that it was basically the Sally house. Very strongly implied. The thing is, this house was a hell of a lot larger, a hell of a lot more gothic looking. The was it cleaner? The architect. Yeah, it was actually. It was because the Sally House isn't uh, isn't uh, like uh, your top notch yeah. housekeeping. No, it's not uh, dis display or exhibition. No, it's not spick and span by any means. But the, hey, that's that's okay. Um, oh yeah, it was it was atmosphere. So maybe now that I said that out loud, you know, kind of the Gothic architecture, maybe that was influenced by the building surrounding the the Sally House. Absolutely. So uh, the strongest parts about this dream that I'm recalling right now, and I need to preface this by saying that the reality, the vividness of this dream was so strong. And it wasn't bizarre and wacky in any way at all. Very it, realistic, like you could actually have happened. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We had very it's normal, like, yeah. very uh casual normal realistic um conversations and reactions and everything you know like yeah, it's not like walking happen. into the kitchen and finding a a duck in the sink well that happens or, or every a, other or day a flamingo guarding the back door or anything like that <laughs> well, i guess it depends what part of the nation you're living in um so moving forward yes. larger house <clears throat> immaculate looking house gothic looking house but it was implied it was the sally house and the location was actually my old residence when I lived in that's Osage. Right, yeah. So that's something to ponder right there. Two individuals who were involved in the dream, too, were people who were very much alive when I lived out at the uh, Osage residence. One of them, including my lifelong pal, my 15-year-old beagle, Buddy. Buddy was yeah. in the dream. Who has passed over. Yes, yes, he passed and, over four yeah. years ago, four and a half years ago. and uh, He was a great dog. Awesome dog. And... Smelled, smelled bad, but he was a great dog. He didn't smell bad. Um, he had that beagle smell to him. <laughs> beagles have a particular smell? Okay, maybe I just got used to it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and my, my um, mother's husband, Mick, who passed away a year and a half ago, a year and four months ago or so, which was kind of... Interesting because those who checked out our Patreon content, you know, some of the stuff mm -hmm. that we filmed and recorded at our investigation at our stay at the Sally House, Mick, the name Mick was very heavily involved in some of the right. uh, sensory oh, deprivation it, sessions. Exactly, yeah. And I, I got it uh, very clear like four times, yeah. the name. And then you and also the same got, voice, same voice, and then also like, yeah. and then you know the the word okay, and you're kind of yeah. like, so Mick Mick is okay. Um, that's how you know you interpreted it that night. So some of the things that in this, in this dream that that stick out to me are is some of the evidence that we captured. Some of it on my own, some of it we were together. Because I have to, I have to say that for whatever reason, <laughs> this was kind of a humorous part, I guess. Mike had to leave in the middle of our investigation, and he left me alone in this giant, yeah, it's cool and gothic, but it was kind of creepy when you're there in this haunted house, allegedly haunted house, and I'm by myself. So I'm creeped out a little bit. Mike had to stop mid-investigation and walk down to a nearby clinic to... <laughs> to um, I needed a swab. No, he didn't need a swab. <laughs> He was running low on his meds. I don't even know what <laughs> meds they were. Do you remember that? I didn't, 
I didn't have enough in that big gallon size <laughs> Ziploc baggie when we were actually there, huh? No. <laughs> you were like you were running super low, and you're like, oh, well, there's a. I know there's a clinic down the block, and so he took off. And um, if I don't get any real soon, I'm gonna have a stroke. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how that was. Implied. Yeah, because it was probably my blood pressure medication that was probably low. Gosh, I wish gone. I rem- I wish I remember what it was. I don't. Maybe you didn't make it clear. <laughs> Funny. What it was. <laughs> but you did leave, and so I was like left there, and I'm like, oh, gosh, that's kind of eerie, kind of creepy. But um, one thing that I didn't tell you about in the text messages, I'll, oh, okay. I'll say this first. One of the strongest experiences that I had when you left was... Um, feeling I, of loneliness and well, despair? Uh, that's common. I feel that every day. <laughs> every day. Um, earlier on, and I'll have to retrace my steps, or earlier on in this dream, Mike and I had definitely captured some evidence of a young girl haunted uh some haunting evidence of a young uh, the spirit of a young girl in the house but when mike left it was interesting when i'm seeing it right now in my mind's eye i was walking down like this kind of was almost like a corridor it was a really huge open space like uh i don't know how else you want to call it maybe it was like a really large atrium you know what i mean it was just really yes. large you know w- uh, walking area mm-hmm. and i was walking through um from essentially this open space slash atrium into the living area. And there was like a curtain that was draped down separating these two rooms. And I'm trying, I'm, I'm struggling to remember if it was in what the curtain was made of, but I want to say it was almost like, you know, those old beaded curtains, Mike, where it was just, they basically mm. were just beads, you know? Oh yeah. Back in the seventies yeah. and sixties. Yeah. 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 And so, um, they were awesome <laughs> for whatever reason I got creeped out in this stream and I, I went running through these beads and when i ran through the beads i felt like i got my gut punched but then i quickly realized that i ran into a short person on the other side ah, of the beads that i couldn't mickey see mickey rooney the spirit of mickey rooney <laughs> yes it was it was mickey rooney on the other side uh i couldn't the see the child uh, uh that we knew of as Shirley Temple. Not, not Shirley Temple. <laughs> the, the, Ran into her and blonde hair flew everywhere. And no, it was not anyway, Warwick anyway. Davis either, Mike. So <laughs> okay. Well, that would have been cool, though. Uh, that would have been very cool. Um, Love that guy. Anyway, go ahead. But needless to say, when I you know felt like I got the wind knocked out of me, I was like, oh, I ran into this, this person. When I went through said curtain slash beads, well, guess what? Nothing was there. And that utterly freaked me out because I could have sworn in the dream just imagine like when you accidentally turn around and someone like bumps into you it was that sort of sensation yeah you know, that, like, sure a short person and i'm like going oh my gosh this girl who is here and i started yelling i started talking out loud I was like i know you're here i know you're here you know i don't i didn't mean to run into you i was very apologetic i'm like oh my gosh i'm sorry yeah. you know i didn't mean to do that and you didn't use the m word no um, i did so that's I good did not use anything at all nope i was yeah. um I was Nothing derogatory or anything. Definitely, like that. definitely uh, creeped out, but excited at the same time. Now going back to the first part that we, um, the first evidence I'm doing that air quotes that we caught. Mike and I were kind of setting up, setting up base, you know, checking all of our equipment and all that stuff, kind of like what we did at the Sally House. Sure. When we started hearing very faint, but very audible singing, and it sounded like it was coming mm. from a younger person. And we kept, we were like, we were like, hush, 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 you know, listen, listen, listen. And do you hear that? Do you hear that? You know, oh, yeah, come on now. Um, and so <laughs> we were following this and we realized that it was getting louder and louder. I was went into, again, dining room, living room, whatever. 
and there's, you know, like some of those older houses have those floor grates, you know, kind mm-hmm. of, well, guess where the flipping audio or the audible singing was coming from? We got closer and closer. Up through the floor. Up through the floor. We got down to on our hands and knees, put our now ears is, down to the grate. This is like the square grates that are directly on the floor. They directly are, in the floor. Yes. On yeah. the floor, in the floor, however yeah. you want to describe it. And those can be creepy, but by themselves. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> but this was like, for whatever reason, you know, I'm pretty sure it was the basement that was underneath this. Um, Mike and I, we both got down there. We heard clearly when we got put our ears down to this grate the singing of the little child, and we we're both just creeped. I'm getting kind of creeped out, feeling just remembering this right now. And you're like, "Go get your recorder." Go. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And I run on and grab the digital, and we I bring it to the grate, and we we're like just listening. And recording it, and we were so excited because we, that was our first evidence that we had captured was the singing of this girl down in the basement. We couldn't like decipher anything, any words, but it was like, mm-hmm. clearly a voice and clearly a young person. So, you know, if the basement would have been off limits to us, and that happened, I would have been down in that freaking basement. Oh no, kidding! My gosh, that was just so intense, and I was just creeped out, but excited, yeah, very, very, very of much course. excited. Um, another. Another portion of evidence, again, the air quotes, evidence that we caught was another creepy thing. We were standing at the bottom of steps, steps very similar to the steps in the Sally house as far as being very, very steep, uh, several steps, you know, uh, it was was up there. And we turned out all the lights and we were using, you know, hey, what a great idea, using our thermal cam. (laughs) And we were just pointing it up the steps. And we just, you know, basically it looked like nothing was up there, just a blank old thermal camera screen recording going on, you know, and we were asking questions, asking questions, and then slowly but surely, guess what? Mm. The heat signature or cool signature, whatever you want, you know, however it is technically, whatever it technically is, heat signature of this form of a little person started forming at the very top of the flipping steps. Again, not using the M word. Not using, absolutely not using it. No, <laughs> this is like a child, a child. Okay, got it. Got and it. um, uh, and we were like, oh my gosh, we couldn't believe what we we're filming, you know, because I was rec- I was using the, you know, I was able to record it using the the thermal camera. Again, started talking to it very respectfully, uh, very. Uh, we were intrigued. We were creeped mm. out. And then it started walking down the steps towards us, getting <laughs> oh, clearer God. and clearer. And, and we then there, s- Patrick's uh, working on his third pair of underwear. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he did bring like nine pairs to this alley house. No, that was you. That was you who okay. nine pairs. Um, <laughs> you brought 12 bottles and nine pairs of underwear. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was it was very, very intense. And we were so excited. And then it just eventually evaporated before it got down right to mm. us. But it was like, oh, my God, what evidence. This is amazing. What did it look like as it was coming down? Just was it the thermal that you were watching coming down? Yep, yep. We were just watching it okay. straight through the thermal. So we just saw the signature okay. of it, you know, but it was clearly a you know the shape of uh, a little child. So that on top of me running into this thing, go, trying to go through the curtains, us hearing this child singing down in the basement through the floor grates. You know, on the part with Mick, and it was very very odd because he was still alive, but he was he was mm. he was failing. And I think my mother was in it too, but it was very, very odd because 
okay, listeners need to understand that you know, Mick unfortunately passed away from uh, dementia, you know, which is awful. And, Extremely. But he was, you know, up until the last week or so, he was still very mobile. I mean, he was always a very active guy his whole entire life anyways. You know, he was still physically capable of doing things. But in the dream, it was like the opposite, where his mind was there, but his body was absolutely falling apart. And in the mm. dream, he was like hunched over like at a 90 degree angle almost. That's the only way he could walk. And then he had like a fit or something happened to him in the dream where he like fell into my arms and I, my mom and I had to help him back to go wherever. So your mom was there too? Yes. Very, very briefly. And in then, the dream. Just in the very, dream. Very, okay. And then. As a help to, for helping you with, with Mick. Yes. Yes. Okay. And he was in, they were in this, but we were now believing to be a haunted house. They were like over there for whatever reason, visiting. I, I, I honestly do not know. They were just there. And when they left, Mick was very much alive, but in the same dream, all of a sudden, this house turned into basically looked like a funeral procession. It was strongly, strongly implied. Mm. Very, very, you know, I'm being sincere about this. We are all sent at Mick's funeral. So it was very strongly implied that Mick passed away during the, you know, our investigation or whatever you want to say, during mm. that time. And it was very, that was very somber, obviously. And, you know, it kind of brought the, the high down from our evidence that we had been capturing. But, um, very, very intense, Mike. I can't emphasize enough how intense that damn dream was. But those are the main facets that I wanted to talk about, and I didn't want to ramble on too long about it. Well, so. what about Buddy, though? I mean, that could be significant. Buddy was very much alive. Very, very, very mm. much alive. Thank you for bringing that up, because at one point, there was another dog in the house, and this dog was kind of an, an older dog. Buddy was very, very old. But I want to say Buddy was seemed very vibrant and youthful in this dream. But I was, this is when you were gone as well. This is after I had the experience of running into this spiritual mass, you know, trying to go from one room to the other. And I was so, okay, I'll admit it. In the dream, I was very, very creeped out. And I was going to leave the house because I wanted to go find you to bring your ass back there to tell you everything that had been happening. And I wanted to show you. And I was telling, when you did finally come back, I was like, Mike, I am a believer. I am a believer. You would not believe what has happened to me since you've gone and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't leave the house because I didn't want to leave Buddy there by himself because I was getting this ominous feeling in the house as I didn't want to creep out these dogs, particularly Buddy. So thank you for reminding me. I totally forgot about yeah. that part because I, I didn't want to leave him. I didn't want to leave Buddy in this, this creepy-ass haunted house because if I put him in a kennel, I know I'd be walking out of the door and I'd hear him just going, Roo! <laughs> I'd be like, no, yeah. bad buddy. Don't you hear him that. screaming and it stops suddenly. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it uh, stops suddenly just at, at, at the point of a, a wailing no. scream. Okay. Just hush, 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 hush. <laughs> anyway. So those are the main points. So your vibes on that dream, Mike, and then uh, talk to us about your uh, dream that you just had, I believe, just last night. Yes, it was. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot going on there. I mean, it's so, I mean, Oh, hang on. Do you remember what you texted me after I sent you those messages? Uh, I don't. Do you, uh, your immediate reply was, essentially, your immediate reply was, you know, this is something, something is trying to tell you that this shit right. is real. Someone That's or something right. is reaching out. You have to sit there and think about and ponder and, you know, concentrate on everything that happened that you can remember in this dream and think really truly open up your mind to the possibility that something is trying to tell you 
or yeah. someone is trying to tell you something. The, this, these things that happened in your dream could have been, you know, being that it's a, you know, a very Sally-esque house, like I said earlier. Yeah. And you have the implication that that's what it was. It, I think it goes back to that. And a possibility is you are being shown what we could have experienced there if we would have uh, done things a little bit different, you know, uh, it would have been um, uh, more of an experience for us, possibly, you know, that's just mm -hmm. kind of off the cuff sure, kind of thing. But um, I've kind of mentioned that too. I was like, you know, do we believe that the Sally house, that there is a spirit named Sally that, or the spirit of a girl named Sally that resides still in the Sally house? We don't know. Um, yeah. We, tend to think no but yeah. we're not we're not shutting down that possibility by any means we could be way off base on that right and i i believe something is there but yeah, know, yeah what yes. it is you know it might not be anything to, to do with the doctor at all i don't know mm -hmm. i just you know and it's kind of strange for me to have that thought because um the sally story is so believed by so many people that go there to try to contact her but we go there and it's like, God, is there really even a Sally? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, why is that? Because uh, I'm sure a lot of people go there expecting, well, we're going to find Sally. Or hopefully we'll have an interaction with her, um, which we did too. But we just didn't know for sure what it is. Um, but I, I noticed that a lot of the things that are in your dream kind of parallel in, in, in a maybe some a small way to when we were actually there, like, um, like the floor grate, hearing things in the basement, mm -hmm. um, the singing, uh, <sighs> which was creepy as hell, by the way, but exciting. I'm sure it was, <laughs> I, you know, I try to think of what, how would that be? I mean, to, to deal with that and just sit there hearing it, it's yes. down there right there, but, and, and you know, there's something down there mm -hmm. doing it when, you know, there's nothing down there. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, you know, like that. Could that have been influenced by uh, when you were laying on the floor to go to sleep and you heard that clink, 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 clink? You heard something down in the basement. I did. Yes. So, uh, you know, right away you weren't sure what it was. You know, you know, could it have been something paranormal going on down there? And then I totally blew that out of the water by saying, <laughs> "Well, it could be a sump pump." Right. Because you know, a lot of rain the whole time we're there and heavy. It rained the whole night. Right, it did. And this is a, you know, what, 170-year-old house, you know. So right, you know, yeah. It's going so, to make noises, you know. Yeah. Uh, so is that, you well, know. Although I, I can't deny that when I did wake up for my brief, very light sleep that I got, when I did wake up and heard that clanking in this allegedly haunted house, I did, I did get kind of an eerie, creepy feeling when I first heard it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because it's right below me. It's right on the right in the basement. I'm hearing yeah. this clanking. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And there's there's not much solid material between you and whatever is down there making that sound. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> you know. And it wasn't the it, mice that I thought lived in the chair either. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was actually kind of a rusty spring. I but, think so too. Yes. I, but you know, if it scared you, you know, and gave you an experience, that's okay. Okay, that's fine. <sighs> but um. It's pretty intense uh, dream, man. I mean, I know, and the thing is, I I hope that everyone is, you know, 
not I hope that everyone's still listening and they're not like tuned out already because I know how boring it can be when people are sitting there talking about their dreams to you because they're like oh, yeah, but this is interesting stuff that that kind of parallels parallels in some way you know an actual uh, event that we mm-hmm. we were at and, and what we did. Um, do you, you know, think? Okay, do you feel? Go ahead. Do you feel like? Because I want to get to your dream here. I want to. I want to. I need my my therapeutic session here. <laughs> um, do you do you feel like this could have this could have actually been something of meaning of significance, or is it just a dream that I had because of the experience was so? I mean, it was fun and it was pretty intense, anyways. And so it's going to come back to me in dreams every now and then. Right. I well. It, it was such a huge thing for both of us. I'm, uh, you know, the whole thing could have been just, you know, your your brain processing uh, the trip. Um, you know what what we could have done because you you have this, you know, in your head pretty strong right now. Of uh, God, there's so much more we could have done. Yeah. You know, there's so much more that we could have maybe caught something. Right. You know, maybe this is uh, your your brain kind of um, organizing those thoughts into something actually manifesting in your dream. Very, very possibly. True. Um, Can I ask uh, you but, another quick question? I'm sorry, Mike. No, no, go ahead. I, I, I have to fire these out when they fire through my brain before I forget them. Um, like for Patreon subscribers, they'll see like the videos that we posted on there. Yeah. We, all the stuff we did, we had the lights on. Do you think that was a mistake? And if <sighs> so, do you do you add any weight and significance to doing an investigation with the lights off? You know, to me, I I don't know personally. To me, I don't know why it would matter to a ghost. Right. I think it's gonna it's it's gonna happen. You know, light or dark, day or night. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, especially like with, with residuals, they're gonna have their own specific time. You know, and uh, good point. Uh, That's a great point. And uh, uh, it doesn't matter day or night. Um, I think the whole nighttime dark thing, which we should have done, we should have sat in the living room with the lights off, with the thermal, with the night vision going, recorders going. Yes. Uh, I, but we didn't. I agree. Why didn't we? Well, we I'll, didn't do it upstairs either, except for, you know, partially with the uh, uh, deprivation right. part that we did. See, that's, see, see, I, you're kind of feeling the regret now too, a little bit. I could tell that. <laughs> um, not regrets. Um, no. Just kind of. Not disappointment either, but just like ah, we're just you know yeah. slapping our leg. Why the hell didn't we do this? Well, we are novices. <laughs> well, and also, quite frankly, Mike, we were doing as much as we could. We started finally. We finally got back to the salad yeah. house after nine o'clock, and we mm-hmm. we did shit for damn near six hours straight. And I was half dead from exhaustion. Oh, yeah, we were we were really bad. Um, tired, tired. That's not an excuse. That's an absolute truth. I was going on basically no sleep, and. I just I needed to quit. So if you if anyone wants yeah. to blame anyone, blame me. I was like, Mike, I need to lay down and try and get some, you know, catch forty winks if I can. You right. know, but uh, yeah. But getting but, back you know, to getting back to that, I I thought about that too. It's like, why didn't we just spend a even a half an hour with the lights off right. in the living room with the record all recorders going and just sit there and talk? And why didn't we with the lights off? Yes. With the thermal and with the night vision, be standing at the bottom of the stairs. You know, up. or yeah. what we should have done is taken two uh, chairs from the table, sat at the bottom of the stairs, and s- just sat there watching up the stairs into the dark. Oh God, yeah. Why didn't we do that? So now this is this. We, yeah. th- these regrets are lead me to this 
well, I'm kind of going back to the first question and stuff. So what is it about doing it in the dark, though? Is it just because it intensifies the investigator's kind of high level yeah, level I, of anxiety? You know, and the, does that itself, though, does that in itself um, either A, create weird things possibly happening, or are you more susceptible to interpreting totally innocuous non-paranormal events as possibly paranormal because you're in the dark and you're kind of creeped sure. out. You know what I mean? Yeah, your, your mind is is uh, intensified to your thoughts and everything. And But I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's maybe part of the creep factor that we, we do kind of look for to a certain degree. And then um, maybe if there's something that uh, that does manifest it, that uh, um, has its own light source, it, it creates its own that's glow good, or something that's a good point. you're gonna see that more in, at night than you are in the dark than you are you know in the in the light obviously but um i think there's reasons to do it do things in the dark and it is totally fine to do things in the daylight as well yeah yeah i, I don't think we made a mistake necessarily by you know no. doing all of our you know again we're very amateur when it comes to being yeah. paranormal investigators, but yet you know you get better the more you do it. So, uh, you know, and why and why didn't we sit at the top of the basement stairs with the lights off? Uh, but could you have imagined us doing that? I can. And and okay, it would have been fantastic. We could have done it. It would have been a hell of a creep factor because that that sight, that vision down yeah. those stairs with the lights on, just looking was down bad. the steps. I mean, I did. Mary won't even look at a picture of it. You know, looking down. I know that's 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 wild. <laughs> you know, looking down the steps. I did use the thermal briefly, but I didn't record yeah. anything. I was pointing down the steps, and obviously it was working because it picked up the cool signature of the the pipe, the water line there and stuff. You know, and it, yes, it definitely did. Yeah. Now I'm like, why didn't we turn off all the lights and just sit there and at the top of the basement steps yeah. with the thermal going on? You know, just yeah, and and have the uh, the the parabolic dish going and everything. We did do do that. Yeah, which gave me a great opportunity to mess with you. Exactly, which was fabulous. <laughs> but um, well, like Mike, you know, all this is telling me is that we need to somehow make another trip down there. Something. Yeah, well, it could be done. You know, it was easy enough, I, man. That was it was easy peasy to get to that place. Well, except when yeah. we got kind of close to Atchison, Mike kind of got freaked out a little bit by the the elevated highways and stuff. You know? I didn't like those no. those like quadruple cloverleaf whatever. <laughs> I know. And it was way high. <laughs> it was. It was. And, and the roads were slick because it was raining. And so it was. But, you know, I was thinking too that, okay, so this whole dark thing that we didn't do, you remember when we we decided to do the, uh, um, the deprivation, you know, the uh, sensory depri deprivation. And, uh, and that was kind of a last minute thing. I mean, we were at Walmart and it's like, I got to find one of those masks that, you know, mm -hmm. and, they had one there that I think was looked like it'd be better than what they have on TV. You know, yeah. I mean, the thing is awesome. And you didn't even have to look that hard. It was like right, no, right. Well, you were looking for something like like three feet down from. I was looking for from uh, where the mat. I was just like, oh, here, this is yeah. what I was looking for. I was looking you know, for look contact for. drops because my eyes yeah. were so dry and sore. So I was looking for eye rewetting drops, and bang, right there was yeah. what Mike was looking for. So you remember when we were going to do that, and when it came down to it, um, you know, we got the the spirit box with the headphones set up and everything, and then it's like we're going to go up there, and I'm like, God, can I do this? I know, yeah. You know, <laughs> can I like sit there, uh, and in, in in that Sally's room with the lights off, and uh, just 
see what happens, not being able to see anything. You're a little apprehensive and about it, doing that. Yeah, it was a little freaky, but now I, I don't want to do an investigation without it. Without it, yeah. No, it was you a know, great idea on your part. Great idea. So, um, you know, and if we could do that, and I was holding my hands out, not being able to see or anything, mm-hmm. like, you know, and touch my hands or hold my hands if you're there or whatever. Um, if I can do that, I yeah, we could we could have sat at the top of those basement stairs with <sighs> the lights off. See, regrets. Damn it. Regrets. And you even had thoughts of just, you know, after we left, you had thoughts of, uh, you know, I, we should have just, you know, went under that rope and got, gone just down to the basement. Gone down anyway. to the basement anyways, because it's not like we, it wasn't even a rope. It was a string. <laughs> yeah, a string with a, like a piece of paper hanging on it. Yep, said so don't uh, enter. And, and it said no one allowed beyond this point. And then I started thinking, well, if we would have went down there, we would have both went down there. And it didn't say no to go down there. Just no one. Point. That's right. Right. So that would have been my, uh, you know, justification for it. <laughs> well, again, Mike, um, if you're up for another nine-hour drive, we can definitely plan on doing that yeah. sometime. So I'm serious about it. I don't know how sincere you would be about that. but uh, I would be. I mean, you know, there's there's just, and, and there's a lot of places that we, you know, close by that we have to, I mean. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's, it's, it just has to be a big part of what we do. I mean, it, it has been before. Our main thing was this. Yeah. And now adding it to what we do otherwise with the podcast and everything, it's just, it all fits together beautifully. So Mike, share with us your dream. And then we're going to dive into my, my therapeutic, yeah. par- my paranormal therapy session. My dream was pretty short. Oop, and he's coughing, but he's back. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I had a dream and it was a uh, implied that it was like a Sally house situation. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I was only in the one room and it was like Sally's room upstairs. Um, a lot of toys in the room like it was actually how it was there but it wasn't like i could identify it as that same room it was like 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 you it was like implied yeah so but it was different here but yeah but i'm sitting there on the bed like when i was doing the uh uh deprivation deal um and in my dream there was a little girl a spirit of a little girl implied that it looked like Sally, like it could have been that, that age and everything, sitting next to me on the bed. Hmm. And she looked real. I mean, she she looked uh, very real, but I knew she was a ghost in my dream. She was, you know, no doubt about that. So she looked she looked like a living person. She looked real, absolutely. Okay. Um, and she had this look on her face like uh, just – you know, just she's just there, not thinking about anything, just like, you know, not any real purpose for her being there. Mm-hmm. But she had a toy in her hand and she was just kind of holding it and looking at it. And I can't I can't identify what the toy was. It was just something dark and uh, not shaped like a doll or anything. Or, But she was had it on my arm, like from my at, around my elbow. And then she would just move it up my arm to my shoulder and just watching doing it like it was just a, a nonchalant thing to do. Wow. It, interacting with me that way. She was interacting with me. Yeah. Just, just you know, and then she'd move it back down to my my uh, elbow. It was kind of like, you know, if a little kid had a car and they were driving it on their, you know. Oh, sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Their bed or yeah. like their dad's arm or something like that. Yep. That's what it was like. Um 
and another, you know, like yours, it was very realistic. Um, very, you know, it was very to the point. There was like no little side things going on. It was just that pure interaction between her and I sitting there. And then and that was, that was the whole dream. Well, we asked her, you know, in our EVP sessions and spirit, spirit box sessions. And we asked if there was anyone named Sally up in her room with all the toys. And we, we asked, you know, you know, can you touch any of the toys? Can you, mm-hmm. you move them around? Can you, all sorts of things, you know? So that's, Again, is that just is this dream related to that experience? You know, or is it what she didn't do in the in the? Uh, yeah, is this what at she, the actual house? I mean, it was um, it was done and shown in a in a dream. In a dream instead, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, but you know, but yours, you know, being so vivid and and real, and um, I mean, there is so much going on in that. Uh, you know, it, it for me that goes beyond just a dream. Okay. You know, to me, it does. I, you know, there, there's. I'd like to think it was too. I really would yeah, like to think it was, especially the way it made you feel and how you are reacting to it. But you know, the thing is too is that this the the Sally House was a huge thing for us for how long when we decide we were going to go there. It was kind of a condensed amount of time because I mean, it went pretty quick. Oh gosh, yeah. It, from from you the, know, from the moment we decided to do the episode on the Sally House. Yeah, and then book and booking the Sally House, it was less than two months. Yeah, you know, and that was that's that doesn't that's nothing. <laughs> right, know? exactly. Um, you know, and so excited about it, and I mean, it was on our mind a lot. Um, there's a you know, there's probably still a lot of residue there that's trying to work its way around very, our brain. Very you know, true. very very. Um, true. And you know, this is such a huge thing for us to do this, and you know, maybe this is also just a way of it just staying with us you know it's it's not it's not going to leave us easily which it never will no but it's not going to fade into the background easily you know it's like uh uh how long has it been since we were there now you know that was a uh, enough time to uh what, okay three uh, weeks i think we, three weeks yeah yeah something like that but you know we need a little uh little nudge a little you know remember you know yeah oh sure you know, yeah. this experience yep but what you know? Why is it in the dream so much more going on? I mean, maybe things can be presented to us easier in a dream than it could have while we were there at the Sally House. Um, uh, there could be some message there. Um, uh, it could have been. <laughs> then again, could it be just a dream? Right. Or like I've said before, <laughs> no. with dreams, is it just a piece of undigested beef? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, uh, you know, the whole. Scrooge well, thing. You know, I'm glad you threw that that you know kind of the question <sighs> question out there. You know, like, what is this all about? Uh, because what thought ran through my mind then after you said that was, is whatever energy in that house, if there is any spirit, whatever you want to call them, is it finally coming through to me because I wasn't allowing it to while I was I there. At yeah. the Sally House itself, I mean, I I get that, and that's you know that's kind of the segue into the this therapy session here, Mike. I've already started that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know you have. I know you have. And this has been pretty therapeutic, anyways. But, uh, but yeah. So what what, other, what would yeah. you ask me, Mike? Okay, I'm laying down on the Davenport. I'm all I'm relaxing. I'm you know, I'm not necessarily I'm not like meditating, you know. But I'm I'm ready to kind of let it all hang out. And I know psychiatrists don't sit there and really ask questions; they just let you talk. 
but I'm going to ask you to ask questions. Um, yeah. What would you ask me? You're sitting there. You got your, you got your skelly on, and you're smoking out of a of, of a pipe. You know. <laughs> and as my tweet said, just call me Siggy F. It's just yep, Siggy F is <laughs> talking to me. He's got to, he's got to, he's he puts down his newspaper. He takes a couple of totes off of his pipe. You know. Okay, <laughs> come on in, young man, and you let me let me hear what. Boss, is there a problem? Yes. <laughs> with your brain. <laughs> what do you need me to figure out for you? <laughs> and this is Mike's reaction the moment I walk into the uh, the uh, the room there. <laughs> yeah, he just immediately yeah. just starts laughing at me. Oh, and, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then every time I try and answer, Mike Mike asks me a question, and this is usually what happens. Uh huh. And then uh, then again. Uh huh. And uh huh. 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 Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then a, a doc, uh, doc, you, you think there's anything wrong with me? Yeah. Mm, shit. <laughs> so what, what, what comes to your mind, Dr. Dr. Carbno here? Um, what would you, okay, I mean, we're so, doing this, we're doing this in a joking, in joking, humorous manner and stuff, oh, but you know, not, not a hundred percent joking. That's what I was going to say. It's like, so I know that I drive you kind of nuts sometimes because you think that I'm purposefully yeah. trying to block things or but I, i'm definitely not doing anything like that on purpose again no i believe and i want to experience something so badly yeah and that that is part of what is blocking your because you you are focusing on it so much that your your mind is like you're not relaxed enough it's not mm. i mean even as open as your mind is you are not allowing your mind to be as open as it should be you know, and a, per- to, uh, to- a perfect example of that is the, is the joke you played on me, Doc. When um, yeah. I was looking down the steps with the parabolic dish and the headphones on, I was just like, God, this is kind of cool and intense. Wouldn't it be awesome to hear something? Then you're like, whoa, wait, what? And then there's Mike with his freaking giggle laugh going on over there. He's just smirking at me. Oh, I love the look. I wish I would have had my camera and been videoing that thing yeah. I, while I did. Oh, that would have been perfect. That'd be, yeah. But see, another thing that should have been done that wasn't. That would be a great screenshot for like the Patreon page or something. Yeah, there you go. My facial yeah. reaction and stuff. That could have taken place of uh, that old picture of you coming out of that hole in the basement <laughs> of the wall of the basement in that house I lived in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I wish I could find that picture. Oh, uh, yeah. So you, need awesome. to, you need to do some digging and try and find that. Yeah. Uh, yep. I, I remember yeah. that I had my long hair at the time and I was wearing a bl- yeah. blue button-down long sleeve shirt, I think, is what I have. I <laughs> yeah, he looked pretty quaint. I was, yeah, coming out of the crawl space. That was looks yeah. really good. But anyways, okay, Doc. So, uh, what, what are your what thoughts? And what are your <clears throat> thoughts on my blockage? <laughs> yeah, um, well, you know, it, it, it was uh, indicated in the dream of you coming through that blockage a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, there's a there's there's a veil there that's that's keeping you from letting yourself go. And if you think of this in a way of you allowing yourself to let go, finishing, finish opening, opening up your mind to where it needs to be, uh, it was, it was uh, in your dream as that beaded curtain. You went through that beaded curtain, and what happened when you went through it? I felt that 
mass that that's right bumped into me and you know heavily implied that it was the spirit the energy of pull down the beads in your mind patrick <laughs> i'm blocked by beads <laughs> you let see this dream is telling you you know take that you know go through that veil drop it you know that little tiny tiny bit beads are nothing they're when they're nothing. hanging in the doorway no hell no hell yeah, no. you know this stops nothing nope except in your mind that's a great point because you know what? Because it, it's, it. it's it's heavily uh, here's that word again for the day. This is today's episode. This is the word of the day. Um, uh, uh, and I forgot it. Uh, implied. <laughs> implied go. is it, you know, it, like you said, Mike. When we see it, it, it's like even though we could walk through these this beaded curtain, just with no effort whatsoever, but just the curtain being there is what separates us from room to room, you know, keeps mm -hmm. us from going through there, even though it's, it's nothing to go through there. There's so I, nothing, I get, yep. I get the point where you're saying, what, yeah, this you, little, this little thing that's in your mind that, that totally lets you go. Yeah. Is like the tiniest nothing yeah. that, that you have every power in you to just, you know, to take that down. I and, mean, I, the, my beaded curtain, uh, is um holy crap 45 <laughs> years behind me no shit yeah, there you go. 50 years behind me damn you yeah, know i know I, it is <laughs> i know it is you're not getting any younger and and no <laughs> i know that all too well um <laughs> yeah. and you know it's I, I, i'm like blocking myself trying to think of what's blocking me I, I, get, I like your point, too, about how, how wanting something to happen so bad could in itself be playing a part. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, and I get that. I totally understand that. You're, you're cluttered with that, that, that need and want. Well, Mike, what, 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 what was going on when we captured you know, the coolest EVP ever, you know, the It's Debbie EVP? None of us were sitting there concentrating on trying to get any sort of reply. Nope. We weren't doing it anything. Anything but, you know, discussing that door and walking down the stairs. Yeah, walking, not even paying attention to it. We weren't sitting yep. there asking any questions out loud, and that's when you get it. Yeah, you know? and, and, you know, just talking about the door between us um, was enough opportunity for whoever to say why that door is always open yeah. or who is it, who's doing it. You know, you know, I'm going to say it, Mike, you know, it's, again, it's been forever ruined for me, but I, when I was, I was going through all sorts of shit on, you know, on my, in my documents here and all of our old sound bites and all that stuff. And, and I came across the press play. Yeah. Um, that needs to be re, you know, whatever you want to call it. Well, I listened yeah. to it a lot of, uh, just a few days ago. I'm telling you, Mike, that wasn't me. It, I know. It, I know that. I know I that, just, Patrick. I <sighs> First it off, needs it doesn't, to be re-looked re at. And re it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like me, even if I was making a weird voice, even though nowadays I could probably mimic it, mimic it just because I've listened to it so much. Right. But it just doesn't make any sense as to why I would have said that in that tone when yeah. you were sitting there, you know, because you hear me quietly say to you, you know, press play normally. And then, you know, why would I sit there and just like mockingly all of a sudden just say it again? Like I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't right. sound like me at all. So... But the sound before it, though, that was definitely me. 
Yeah, I wish I would have got that uh, on, we, the sound, on the soundboard right now. Damn it. Because we, we did figure that out. It's like, what is that? Okay, so I'm holding the yeah, the recorder, the digital recorder, right you know, down far enough, and it's right in front of my stomach. Yeah. Here. So it's going to pick up everything that my stomach does in that. I don't think we ever decided it was your stomach. I think it's coming from your mouth. I really- <laughs> my mouth? It's you. It is not down by your stomach. I got it right here. I got it right here. I'm adding it to the soundboard. I don't think I could make this sound like that with my mouth. Well, this is what we're talking about. That one. (laughs) Oh, I missed it. Yeah. That thing. Okay, yeah. That that is not your stomach. First off, that was your stomach. Go get checked up. My God. It sounds like you have like a living being down there or something. (laughs) But Maybe we should be, you know, investigating my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, uh, going back to the the press play thing, you know, if, if that is a legit capture, again, it was during a moment where we weren't sitting there, you know, asking for replies or anything like that. Right. So it's these casual kind of letting our guard down moments when things tend to happen. So yeah. when I'm wanting something to happen so bad and I'm focusing on it, that in itself yeah. could be actually inhibiting my uh, abilities to experience well, something. Exactly. And with the press play thing, you know, you you were excited about it when you when you first heard that. I was, absolutely. And you let me know about it that, oh, we, we caught this. Yep, I called but you it took, right away. it took one person saying one thing <laughs> and you were done. Yep, absolutely. And Patrick, I- you have a very strong, very intelligent mind. Yeah. One person should not be able to change it Well, if you know what, what you're excited about <laughs> like that and hearing that. You should have said, no, that was not me. I know. I think we I need to I, think about this. One. I'm pretty sure I did say that, but all it took, all it takes, but, is put that little yeah, tiny droplet it, of doubt in my mind. Yeah, you were already done when you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, again, that when you're trying to capture stuff like this, though, what do the professionals say? When yeah, in, when in doubt, let it out. When in doubt, or when in doubt, throw it out. Throw it out. Exactly. <laughs> let it out. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, <laughs> let it out. Oh, I'm in doubt. Yeah. So, um. Let's see, Doc. Um, do you have any other parting questions? Any any well, words of wisdom? Any words of advice? Because I'm laying here on the Davenport of paranormal love, and <laughs> um, uh, shout out to Minnesota Vikings broadcaster uh, Paul Allen, PA Paul Allen, Paul Allen, because that's his uh, catchphrase. Is uh, after a Vikings loss, when people call in on to his radio show, he says, I am here for your therapy. I'm here on the Davenport of love. <laughs> you lay down <laughs> and let it all out. And, you know, so shout out to PA on that one. Any final I, I, words of wisdom? Because like I said, like I was going to say, I'm here and I want to experience, but I also know, and thank you for pointing it out. I'd like to believe that I'm an intelligent man. I'm a very strong, well, you are you man. extremely, I'm very, I'm stubborn. To, a to fault. the point, yeah, you you are intelligent to the point where you you irritate the shit out of me sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> especially when it comes to correcting people when they say "tooken" or "botten." Yeah, but then you also come right back and you s- supposedly provide evidence that they're legit words. Well, "botten" is I pay. Hey. Don't bring up Brontosaurus either. Or so <laughs> I'm gonna fall off the ledge here. Yeah. No. Anyway. Brontosaurus Rex. <laughs> Brontosaurus. You know what I'm talking about, Dan. I do, yeah. <sighs> but, you know, there's a lot, though, with this dream that that um, we can't be done talking about this, or you can't be done thinking it through. Um, there's a lot there that you need to think of as more, uh, more re- 
real, something that's uh, adding information to your reality mm -hmm. and not just a dream that's, uh, um, you know, that's uh, that you have because of an experience that you went through that um, that wasn't uh, um, as satisfying as we mm. would have wanted it to be. Sure. You know, it's, you know, don't let your mind fill in spaces without, you know, thinking, yeah, that's, you know, that's what really could have happened. That's what should have happened. You know, well, you know, doc, um, today a, a, a little tiny thing happened again, but it was, I, I'm sure you've had these moments too. I, I was driving home from work and it was very, very brief, but the feeling lasted until I got home, which was probably about two or three minutes. No, that's longer than that, about five, six minutes to get home. And um, I was just pulling up behind a truck that was ahead of me. And it was an older pickup truck. And I don't know what it was, but I was, I was, I was reading the title on the back of the truck, and it was the way that the sun hit the truck and the window and the reflection and the weather, which we're having a very beautiful day actually for. Oh, it was beautiful here today. Yeah, for for winter in uh, you know up north, it was beautiful out. And I, I just, think it was like thirty degrees, and I was happy. Yeah, absolutely, same here. <laughs> Get excited about thirty degrees. <laughs> but you know, uh, and again, it, probably nothing. But it's just one of those things that set off. I don't know what it was. It was the combination of the weather, the visual, the smell, and but I was overwhelmed with this just a sense of I've been here before type thing, you know, you, oh, know, yeah. you know, those, those little tiny moments are just, they're so, they can be pretty profound. It, it, yeah. Was it a deja vu type thing or just I don't, uh, a feeling that hit It was you? a feeling. It was a real, I yeah. mean, I felt it in my chest. I'm, I don't know if that makes any sense. I was just like, it wasn't bad. It well, wasn't negative. It was, I'm just like this feeling it physically feeling physically, it in your chest yeah. along with the whole other sensory yeah. things going on. Yep. Yep. See, yep. that's real. That's not, that's not just your brain saying, uh, you know, Oh, let's pop this into your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's, it's really hard for us to decide or figure out what, you know, what combination of things brought that yeah. to you to feel that. But, um, it could have been, you know, passing by some kind of a, uh, a certain area that has some kind of an energy with it uh, that uh, does things like this at a certain time when things are right or whatever, you know, sure. that's kind of a, you know, off the wall kind of a explanation, but you know what I mean though? No, I do. There's any number of possible <clears throat> explanations. It could just be physiological. I mean, who the hell knows? Um, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it could be just the perfect moment in time that just sparks that it's like a, it's like a physical remembrance of a, it's like a physical memory. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. by, by that, I mean, I felt it, but I didn't know what I was remembering. You know, I just, yeah. I could feel it. Well, in my professional doctor, uh, yeah. analysis, let's say, help me out here. Doc. Um, I would say that that, 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 uh, goes back to your, the beginning of, uh, of, of another point in your life where you, you had your first erection <laughs> and, and this, everything was just right at that moment to uh, remind you of that, but not know exactly what it was, but yes, it was your first erection. Well, I did get a sensation that I was very much younger when I had this. <laughs> um, I, I felt ashamed. I felt uh, oddly uh, curious and uh, befuddled 
Yeah, all that. That makes sense. That makes yes, sense. Yes, and looking down at your <laughs> your first erection and not sure, sure how to feel, but yeah. you only get this picture in your mind of a, a hairless earthworm, <laughs> and you cannot you can't get that out of your mind. And that is probably another blockage that you have in your mind. Oh my gosh. Keeping you from, you know, realizing all of these things are real. Maybe that's why I hate fishing with night crawlers. You know, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they work, but gosh, I, I just, I, I hate putting them on those damn hooks, man. There's, there's yeah. squirmy, gross yeah. things. You know, you, but if you had a six year old Patrick penis, that's what I'm saying. You'd be catching yeah. 20 pound bass. Oh, <laughs> a 20 pound bass. Good Lord. Well, large mouth. Uh, well, still good <laughs> God almighty. A five-pound well, bass is considered ginormous around here. But. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a five-pound bass. It was nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Or it could be a 13-pound pickerel. Oh, God. I thought you said pickerel. I'm like, what the hell's a pickerel? But I get it. I said pickerel. Pickerel. P-I-C-K-E-R-E-L. You know, that's that's another slang word for your six-year-old penis, <laughs> uh, pickerel. Patrick's little tiny pickerel. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as slimy though. I mean, that's that's just the thing. You know, people people always complain about having to grab the fish because they think there's all slimy and everything. But yeah, it's, eh, you know, it's it's the, well, you can liken that to Famunda cheese or something. So is this? Do I have to pay extra for this, Doc? I mean, <laughs> no, this is all free. <laughs> okay, I didn't expect uh, this at all when I came in. Yeah, here I today. just went on a on an odd tangent that I got to get out of. The whole thing is that you know. There is some more meaning here in this this dream that you had um, that you have to you have to do some self analyzing and just I don't know I you know, I'm this listening isn't about the, it too because this isn't the first Mike I mean I've told you about them you know thank God I haven't bored our listeners to death too often when I talk about this stuff but I've had Bridget can attest to it I've had several intense dreams about ghosts. And to yeah. the point of where a lot of them were quite frankly frightening. I'm scared in the dream. You need to you need to write these down and journal them as you have them. I should. I really because should. you know you you put three or four of these dreams together in, in order. Uh, there might be some you know more that you can learn from putting these dreams together and see what uh, what comes out. I mean, they might be all connected. You know, I have to get this out here, and, and we will wrap it up in a couple minutes. But I I, I want to ask this. <laughs> Such a follow-up to our silly, uh, slimy pecker talk. <laughs> um, pecker Yeah, sorry, sorry, pecker roll, pecker roll. Um, Do you have an all-honesty doc, all-honesty Dr. Carbonell, is there any connection to my, or between my quote-unquote blockage of experiencing something paranormal and the passing of my dad when I was eight and a half? Mm. Because I was thinking about this in all sincerity, mm. in all seriousness. I was thinking about this at, uh, at work. I was like, am I kind of, have I subconsciously built up this wall? Because deep down, I'm like, that's as close to as someone who could pass away at such, you know, at that time. You know, I was, I'm eight years old, eight and a half, and my dad died. And I want to believe so much he is still out there somewhere and I just don't understand why he hasn't let me know in yeah. some matter. And so I'm like, maybe subconsciously I'm kind of like, well, if he hasn't reached out to me, who the, how yeah. the hell will anyone else do that? Yeah. How do you think Mrs. Houdini felt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
well, do I have to pay? Do I have to pay, Igor, do I have to pay this 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 crackpot? <laughs> no. no, okay. I didn't yeah. talk about it. I think I think the term is a quack. This is quack carbono is what I'm going to call you. You know, I I don't know. There's there's just a lot, you know, between you at the age of eight and now. Yeah. You know, I, and I, I wish I, I was. I wish I, I was wanna, some. I'm sorry. I don't want to end on a kind of a somber down note. Oh, no, 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 no. I wanted to throw that um, out there. You know, I wish I did have more knowledge and thoughts and thinking about this stuff and putting it together. I can't do it in like an hour. Oh, I know you can't. <laughs> you know? I know you can't. That's a pretty uh, intense question to I, ask. I might not be able to put it together in 10 years. I know. But, hey, Mike, but, you know, we're running out. We got five minutes left. Do you, do you think my dad has tried to reach out to me? Go. <laughs> well, he has. Gotcha. He has actually through me, if you, if. If we want to believe that. That's right. You've told me that you know, before. Yeah. I have strongly, strongly seen your dad that's, more than more than once. That's right. I yeah, and this goes back years. Yeah. Years. Yeah. So I mean, in a little bit of self-diagnosis, I personally think that that's part of it. I personally yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's you know, I would definitely believe that, but and the I thing think is, it, like, if that's even the case, I think like my dad, knowing what I knew know about him, what I've learned about him, is he had a really, really good wacky sense of humor too. So maybe he, I can see him on the other side going like, God dang it, Patrick, just let down your freaking guard. Yeah, stop trying exactly. so hard, and I'll I'll let you know when I I'll let you know. You know, so, try and talk to your dad. Yeah, that's great. That's one thing I've I never know, done. but I've just. Never done. I know it's crazy, maybe to some people, but to others, it's uh, it's something they do every day. Yeah, and that's it you was know, not crazy. I don't think it's crazy it's, at all. No, it's not at all. Uh, you know, do it in a meditative state or while you're hugging a tree or something. You know, like you get into that. I did. I did. Do <laughs> you, that. Know, that, you know, that's no that, joke you, either. You get into that feeling and that that just that that state of mind, um, and just accept what comes. Like like when I was on the on the spirit box and doing the the deprivation thing, um, my mind I was blanking out my mind except for what was coming through as words on the spirit box. Yeah, you know, do that same thing. Just you know, relax your mind, let your let it go. Just try and let down that beaded curtain. Yes, you know, I mean yep. that's a big thing. I, that I really seriously feel strongly about that. And that was a fantastic from, point, that's, by the way. That symbolism is symbolism from of uh, that part in your dream is uh that means a lot to me. I, I really feel that. But and then I get it um, too. Just you know, don't expect a certain thing coming or a certain word coming or a certain answer coming. Just leave that your mind blank. Ask your question in your mind and just wait. And, and and whatever word first pops into your head without thinking about it, start writing those things down, put it together. I mean, just as a little exercise. You know, this, they're, know. they're all great suggestions, great ideas. You know, and that remind when you said that, that reminded me of when I did the sensory deprivation session. And I told you this too. I was like, ah, I felt disappointed in myself because crazy, shocking I felt like I was trying too hard to pick out words yeah, when I was doing do that. that. And I, I can't do that. No you're, one can yep, do that. You do that and you're going to start hearing words that aren't even there. That's exactly it. And that's why, I I mean, I have video of it. Maybe I'll post it sometime on Patreon. But I uh, I was just disappointed in it because I 
thought I kept on hearing like negative stuff, like really, really negative stuff. But yeah. I, I, that yeah, could I be that, my, yeah. that could be just my, well, I could have been consciously doing it, trying too damn hard to pick out words yeah. instead of just almost feeling. Work know, on that meditation and, and clearing your mind. And, uh, cause like when I, when I, oh, years ago, when I had that message board online and I was doing things for people, they would ask me questions about relatives or deceased or whatever. I actually, you know, I've told that before long time listeners know, ding, 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 um, ding. but it's been a long time since I've done that. But, um, through people that I did talk to and that would ask me questions, I did have a fairly good accuracy rate. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, Teresa Caputo or anything, obviously, <laughs> but, uh, I, hey, John Edwards or Kim Russo, but, well, uh, you know, Hey, but, everyone starts somewhere, right? Well, yeah. And I, you know, I'm a novice at just about everything, but, yeah. um, uh, now I lost my train of thought. Well, you're talking about <laughs> the, the message boards that you used to open yourself. Oh yeah. Up to. And, and that was a very, you know, a very real thing for me. And, and I was, I, you know, went through the, the clearing of the mind. I would do it at a certain time, certain whatever laying there and on the bed or whatever, before I go to sleep. And I would start by just letting whatever come. And I would start having like flashes of light that I would see different colors of flashes that would come through. And then uh, I would start seeing faces within those flashes or between them. Um, and, uh, you know, the mind's eye thing, seeing things. Uh, um, that's how I believe I was getting, you know, like feeling like I was in touch with your dad, but I'm going to do that again. I'm going to pull every rusty nail out of, what I, you know, was holding all of that back then years ago that I haven't done, but I have been getting into, you know, you know, mm -hmm. I've been getting back into it. I am going to really do a, a, a really deep dive into um, uh, your dad. Oh, wow. And I'm going to, I'm going to see on if the docket. I can, if I, yeah, if I can get some kind of a uh, answer from him, if you your mind is blocked by what you've been through since you're eight eight years old mm -hmm. and built on since you're eight years old you know let's see what happens maybe nothing hopefully something i think that'd be pretty pretty darn neat if you did so something like that. and yeah. i will let everybody know what how it goes Hell yeah. and i'm going to do it over a period of time not like weeks or anything mm -hmm. but days so i can kind of get a you know uh uh perception of what might be real and might be just something that needs to be shoved to the side you know things mm -hmm. like that um so let's see what happens i think i be, think it's a, there'd be great there's a yeah there's a lot of keys that will open your mind and we got to just figure out what they all are oh another one that mike throws out there but you're full of catchphrases today you know a lot of keys to unlock this mind right here I tell yeah you that right now yeah <laughs> well thanks mike for doing that oh sorry doc Thank you, Doc. I am not um, going to think about your six-year-old Patrick penis. Please, though, and I appreciate that, that very, very, very yeah, much. I'm, uh, I'm totally done with that shit. <laughs> but I think it's probably uh, funny that, uh, pretty funny that it's probably, uh, you know, looks the same as uh, it did when you were six years old. I think that was a joke that I heard, too. It was like someone's reply to, like, you know, the classic question is like, what would you, or what would be, no, no, what would your... 20 year old self say to your five year old self and the 20 year old would say it's not going to get any bigger at all <laughs> <laughs> yes you are forever to have a <laughs> pair of 
BBs in your ball sack. <laughs> Good Lord, that is depressing. Oh, man, alive. Okay, on that one. I guess I guess anyway. we better we better stop. Um doc, did yeah. you get a did you get a good laugh? <laughs> I, I thought so. I, again, yeah, I could I could keep going with this and, and I mean how you feel about all this stuff and and your need to to know um it's it it's a big thing with me. It means a lot because it doesn't I mean, you and I are on the same page but um, you're in a but, different realm, but than you're I on am. a, you're on a completely different paragraph. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha on that See, one. Man. More symbolism there. There you more. are. Yeah. Very symbolic, very profound yeah. statements today from my co-host with the ghost, the vulgar Mike Car- uh, Carbonell. So, and I'm kidding with the vulgar Mike. <laughs> oh but, yeah. Did we say what that? No, and we're not going was? to, oh. we're not going okay. to either. No. Oh yeah, it was the color of something. Oh, I that's think. right. Yeah, that's all. That's all it was. That's yeah, all the color of a. No, that, uh, oh, he's no. done. I'm not he's done. Say it. He's done. He, we're done, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, thanks, Mike, for making this work. Uh, thanks again well, to thank all you. of you. Thanks again to all of you for tuning in. Again, we wish you all a happy holiday weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And Mike, my co-host with Ghosts, my paranormal pal. What do our faithful friends? need to do. Peace out.